listening to Australian Migrant Talks with an interesting episode on Australian visa conversation sponsored by Greenhill Australia Migration Advisors and this is episode 1. I am Hasina and I am a Australian registered migration agent. After living in this country for almost a decade, I loved this country and fortunate enough to call it home. There are many reasons to fall in love with this country from beautiful beaches to beautiful friendly neighbors and we have pretty good weather all year round we may experience all four seasons although winter are mild compared to Europe and North America but throughout the year you can experience wet and dry and With the cherry on top, I am privileged to be currently living in the world's third most livable city, declared recently Adelaide, South Australia. So today I will be talking about the general Australian visa system for those people who are interested to migrate to Australia. So I would be just providing some basic requirements and most importantly a very requested video by my dentist friends about the migration steps for an overseas dentist. So first let us talk about the Australian visa system in general. So the Australian visa system is tailored according to different categories. Generally they are categorized as temporary, provisional or permanent visa. This is based on the interest, activity and the eligibility criteria. So talking about the temporary visa, the temporary visas include visas like tourist, student, transit or working holidays and specific employer sponsored skill visa that is subclass 482. You just get temporary uh, te- temporarily you come to Australia for work work. So these visas permit you to stay temporarily in the country until the visa holder can perform the prescribed activity like visiting family or friends or studying or work um at the most for 2 years. So now for this purpose you will have to fulfill the genuine temporary entrant especially for the student visas. So that would be a term which you would hear like the GTE. So that is an integral element of your application process especially for a student visa application because you need to prove that you're coming into the country just for studies so 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 these kind of visas have certain conditions attached most of the time like such as no further stay or limited work conditions or no work conditions So certain factors are considered in determining the visa application especially how the condition or the situation back in your country when they are assessing your application. Um then the next is the provisional visas. The provisional visa is a temporary visa but not a and but do have some rights of uh, permanent visa. So that has a validity for 3 to 5 years uh 3 to 5 year. but um it ha- it it helps you to get a permanent visa um most likely chances to get get you a permanent visa after meeting certain conditions okay the permanent visas also known as pr visas um uh, people can become a permanent resident of australia in different ways however the most three common ways of becoming a permanent Well, becoming a permanent resident is through a family stream permanent visa that is a partner visa 
a work stream permanent visa so work stream permanent visas are categorized as independent skill visa state nominated visa or employer sponsored visa or a nominated visa so that's completely different and then we have the business or investor stream permanent visa so today i'll be talking more about the skill visa because that is a general pathway for any candidate looking to migrate with their profession or their work experience okay so uh, for this the australian skill migration program are based on the essential of shortage occupations in the country providing the overseas professionals managers trades tradespersons and international graduates the opportunity to apply for this visa whose occupation is listed in the skill occupation list due to the shortage of these skills in australia so that's why they are called general skilled migration the visa invitation is mainly based on a point system where the candidate is awarded points based on age qualification and their work experience uh so here the qualification and the work experience needs to be closely related the nominated occupation should be on the skilled occupation list so skilled occupation list is something which is very important so even before you um even before you apply that's the first thing you need to look for is to confirm your occupation is listed in the migration skill list so there are different kinds of skill lists for different visas and categories so you you can consult a migration agent you know who can advise you more on this so skills assessment where now the next thing is a skill assessment now skill assessment is as i said it's the assessment of qualification and work experience but this is done by certain authorities which have been um, appointed by the immigration department so a skill assessment you need to get a positive skill assessment in order to give it give uh, your uh, qualification for the skill assessment you need to have 2 years of minimum 2 to 3 years of work experience in the same field as your education so next is the english proficiency you need to write your english exams if you are from a non english speaking country you need to get certain um certain scores in ielts pte or um any other english language uh, any any other english proficiency exams like toefl then if uh, you could get an extra point um for extra points if you have any relatives who are a permanent resident or a citizen here in australia and if they are willing to sponsor you then and there's the other point other um other thing where you can get a point extra points is that if you have willingness to live and work in a regional area of australia you get extra points so now regional area means that most of the places in australia is been listed as regionals for example south australia although it's um it it's it doesn't mean it's it's very regional means doesn't mean remote areas regional just means it's just for the purpose of migration so like for example south australia is a regional area where you will have more opportunities than the other states because it's just it's it's been developing and 
that's that's how it's been described for the purpose of migration now to qualify for the invitation you need to get an invitation from the state government to apply for such visas if you are applying for a skilled independent or a nominated uh, or regional visas okay you could uh, if you are just looking to get a state um, nomination you need to first uh, you need to put in an expression of interest uh, through the skill select so that so that you get an invitation to apply for the visa so that would be the first step expression of interest so for the expression of interest you need to put in um you need to give your uh, as i said you know you need to have minimum of 65 points uh, based on all the criterias which i've mentioned before like your age your qualification work experience like uh, the skill assessment positive skill assessment your english proficiency and all those points together it has to be 65 points minimum and it can be more and the more points you get it's more more chances of you getting the invitation um so once you get the invitation to apply for the visa then you can apply for um the prescribed visa or the invited visa so in i as i uh, said uh, the first step will definitely be to confirm if your occupation is in the list in the um skill occupation list and that is very important um unfortunately currently offshore applicants are not accepted for certain visas you need to be aware of that fact also because of the pandemic but there are other options you can definitely uh, contact a migration agent who would be um who would be helping you more in this case now with all this information you must be wondering um like and confused you know it's there a lot of information out there and how am i going to uh, start this process or what 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 is the first step or where do i go so that's where my role as a registered migration agent is so the registered mic as a migration agent what i do is i help my clients with advising the right visa Uh, helping with the, helping them with the checklist of the documents advising the appropriate assessing bodies for the assessment submit the documents for the assessment on behalf of them submit the applications helping them and ensuring the process for expression of interest and um considering um uh, you know so that they would be considered more chances of considering them for the visa and help them with all the visa process um until the client is uh, uh has completed the application process so now that was a general information on the skill migration but now we are going to look into the pathway for a dentist so it's different for different occupation so for pathway 1 is through the skilled migration program if you are looking to migrate through the skilled migration program there are several steps to follow so the first one would be registration so in order to get firstly you need to understand that some professions require licensing registration to work in australia from mentioned authorities this is not for all the migra- uh, all the skilled um occupation but what i'm talking now is just for basically for the dentist and the steps for how a dentist or dental hygienist dental therapist or oral health therapist can get a start with their registration process 
so a skill assessment is necessary to evaluate the authenticity of the information provided and this is performed by the relevant authorities cited by the immigration department so for the dentist dental hygienist dental therapist and oral health therapist the adc which is the australian dental council is the assessment authority so the first step of the process will be the skill assessment which comprises uh, the skill assessment in total means there's a initial assessment then there's a written assessment and then there's a practical assessment so you need to progress from initial assessment once you have been given the green signal they have said that all your in initial assessment is good now you can do your written exam and once you have passed your written examination then only you will be able to do your practical exam so for initial assessment and for written exams you do not need any english uh, proficiency you not you don't have to give any scores for english scores for initial assessment and written uh, exams but once you are once you are you have finished your practical exam you will need your english or you need an english um points or scores for your practical exam so after you have done all the three sessions then you will register with the dental board that app, that is through the apra the australian health practitioner regulation agency which is common for most of the other uh, health professions now all dentist pra- dental practitioners must register with the dental board of australia in order to practice in or anywhere in australia but not all overseas qualified dental practitioners need to complete the adc assessment process so there are certain countries like new zealand um uk where you do not have to if you have completed your courses there you do not have to uh, go through this process this is for the overseas um overseas dentists who are from a non english speaking country okay so so for for then after that these steps are can be complete and uh, the next thing what i need to say is that we can complete this whole registration registration process from overseas you do not have to be in australia to complete all these all these process you can um, you can send in your initial assessment um, and you can write your exams there are lots of centers uh, exam centers all over the world for your um, your your exam written exam and your practical exam but there are some candidates who complete them here in australia like some of them choose to come here as a tourist to finish this process some of them come as student come in student visa studying other courses or something related to um something related to dentistry or some people who come in here with uh, through their partner visa do wish to finish this uh, process here in australia now to talk a little bit about more about initial assessment so the adc is responsible for assessing the professional qualities knowledge judgment and clinical skills of overseas dental practitioners now this is excluding the dental specialist the dental specialist can directly apply 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 through the apra uh, the same thing you need to put in an application and you will get a feedback where they would suggest you in order to um either 
um, register with through APRA or they would suggest you to go through the um, registration process. So for that, you uh, dental specialists must um, look into the APRA website for more information. So the initial assessment process involves assessing documents mainly so that is including your professional qualification when you talk about the documents for professional qualifications the main documents are award certificates transcript which is very important to have a transcript and then um, all your mark list if you have got a mark list where you have failed or passed uh, every single exams you have written um, you definitely need to provide all of them and if you have ever had a gap in your studies you definitely need to uh, more give more explanation um, on why you had gap in your uh, studies and you need to write a statement for this purpose then the next would be the work experience uh, the place the kind of clinic you have worked the kind of work you have done um, you definitely need to um, give more information on that um, the hours you have worked full-time part-time the kind of pay you you were receiving uh, all those documents for work experience uh, and definitely your registration history that you have got what, the different kinds of registrations you have um, from different states in your country and then the final one is a good standing certificate so the good standing certificate uh, you must um, you must get them from the um, from the um, from the authorities where you get your registration and these uh, good standing certificates are emailed or not emailed they are sent um, physically or uh, through the post to the dental council um, it, this should not be through you it should be directly done through the councils and that you can find all these information in the ADC website ADC website adc.org website so these uh, factors all determine the eligibility for you to sit for the written examination so the next thing steps what you need to do is um, the other things which you need is an application form photo personal information educational qualification and all sorts of things so service agreement agreements from work experience reference letter from your past employers and so on so next is about uh, written examination the examination is held over two days in multiple locations in australia and overseas candidates are eligible to sit the written examination if they have a valid initial assessment so currently um uh, since since 2020 they have changed the initial assessment validity to five years so previously it was um, unlimited but now they have a validity for five years so you have to be very careful uh, with the validity because if you have if you run out of the validity for initial assessment then you need to do the reassessment again then you can write how many hour exams you want in a um, you know in in consecutively uh, that doesn't matter until you pass but in a year there are two written examination sessions and they are usually held in march and september so they have all subjects um, which you have done for your general dentistry so now the step 
three would be the practical examination. That is a two-day simulation-based examination assessing technical and clinical skills. Candidates must successfully complete each stage of the assessment process before being eligible to apply for the next stage. So after successful completion of the assessment, you can proceed to the registration process with the APRA. Now APRA, the Australian Health Practitioner Regulation Agency. Now there are a range of different types of registration to match different levels of training and experience. So most dental practitioners have general registration. Dental practitioners registered by the board can practice in any state or territory in Australia. There's no limit for that. So then the other would be the specialist registration and then the next kind is the temporary registration for the purpose of study or teaching. So special specialist registration, dentists who are qualified and eligible for specialist registration will be included on the specialist division of the register. All applicants for specialist registration must hold a qualification in the specialty and meet the requirements set out in the board's specialist registration standard. So these requirements include that applicant have completed a minimum of two years general dental practice. This requirement may be achieved by experience outside Australia subject to assessment and approval by the board and met all other requirements for general gen- registration as a dentist that is to gain a positive skill assessment and knowledge. So if you have a qualification approved by the board, you can apply for specialist registration by completing and submitting the application form. So that application form is called ASAQ-20. ASAQ-20. So if you have a qualification in oral and maxillofacial surgery, you must first apply for an assessment of your qualification with the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons, that is the college. So it's completely a different process uh, because for oral and maxillofacial surgery is a specialty recognized by both the Dental Board of Australia and the Medical Board of Australia. So you must hold qualifications in both medicine and industry. So if you successfully complete the college assessment, you will need to complete and submit the application form, a different application form. So that is a very different process. So you need to check uh, for Royal Australasian College of Surgeons. Now, now the visa application. Now, once, once after the registration process, so if you are going through this process, you're overseas and once... Uh, once after the registration you can now proceed with the available visa pathway as i've previously mentioned the skilled migration visa process you need to look up uh, where in which visa category is a skilled migration dentist is uh, listed now i think it's been listed for regional areas Um, it's a temporary visa it's a subclass 482 so you can look up other options too now that was one pathway Now, the second pathway, as I previously said, some people would like to come here and do a course which is uh, which is something related to dentistry um, on a student visa and while they do the uh, process registration process. Now, due to the complexity of the written or practical examination, some candidates prefer to continue with the registration process while being here in Australia on a student visa. That's what I was just explaining now. To get a student visa, you will have to enroll in a course. So 
as you're doing dentistry it would be best that you choose a course which uh, which is similar in dentistry and you can work here and then you apply for the registration and that makes um, makes it easier for you to understand the australian working system and how a dentist works here so there are course course options related to dentistry like you know if you're looking to study further um after general general dentistry you can um study something like a doctor of clinical dentistry graduate certificate in oral health science graduate diploma in forensic odontology master of philosophy in dentistry you can apply and get temporary registration for the see some sometimes for all these higher studies you need a registration license so you can apply for a temporary license um there are options you can apply a uh, temporary registration for teaching teaching purpose teaching in a dentistry but you need to get a job first so you need to apply and if you are um, like a teaching tutor dentistry tutor you need to apply in certain universities and get a job offer and then you would you can send it to uh, you can go into the apra website and you know you can request them for a temporary registration so the other options include studying a certificate or diploma course in dental assistant as a dental assistant or hygienist and work in an australian clinic along with the preparation for the registration as a dentist now you can also get enrolled in other courses not related to dentistry and also continue to prepare for the registration there are so many trade courses um maybe sometime you could follow your heart maybe uh, do something which you had a long long passion for long ago and um, now you think now this is a chance that i can you know multitask and do something some some other profession like how i did although being a dentist initially when i came here i knew that it's not going to be very easy and with the situation in my life i really wanted to do something uh where i could help people and that's why i ended up doing migration law australian migration law and ended up being a registered migration agent rather being a dentist and then as i got my citizenship and as i um as i learned or maybe integrated more into the community and then uh got experience as a registered migration agent i wanted to follow my passion of doing forensic odontology and that's how i did forensic odontology but i do still work as a registered migration agent because that's a passion for me to help people um help them with their uh, uh, the visa process and because i had a hard time and i know it's not very easy to go through these um, kind of process because it's it's very much of tiring and it it's a lot of information so you need to know what's right for you and you need to you need to get that guidance from the right person or you could just uh, get stranded somewhere so so and the other option would be that's that's my story but the other option would be to um get enrolled um in courses which is not uh related to dentistry and if you're looking to get a fellowship in general dentist uh, dentist practice then you can write an examination to get one and for that you need to go into the royal australasian as i said the previously the royal australasian college of surgeons that's where it's been uh, uh you know you can find the informations but there are certain conditions and steps before you write this examination so you need to become a affiliate member um uh, in the um 
in, in this uh, Royal Australasian College of Surgeons. So there are three um, different pathways to get the fellowship. So either by, so if you if you are an overseas dentist and you looking forward to get a fellowship in general dentistry, uh, specialized dentistry. So the first thing would be do writing a primary examination. So once you pass, so the primary examination consists of study and examination the areas of anatomy, histology, physiology, cell biology, and biochemistry, pathology, and microbiology. So the aim is uh, to demonstrate an understanding of the fundamental principles of the basic science and importantly their relationship to clinical dental practice. So when you pass this examination, then you will get a affiliate membership. Um, there's you can definitely try a second time. Even this process can be done from overseas. You don't have to be in Australia for this. Um, then um, if you know you can get an exemption if you are specialized, uh, specialized. Uh, specialized in dentistry, um, a branch in dentistry, you can get an exemption because you've been working for two years. So you can get an exemption and you can just directly get an affiliate membership and then write the final exam and get a fellowship. So these are the basic information provided. Uh, for more information, you can visit these sites. And also letting you know that all information provided in this video are also taken from uh, these websites uh, as an overseas dentist myself. So the websites are adc.org.au, then the APRA, uh, then the RACDS, that is the Royal Australasian uh, College of Surgeons for dentists so you can for more information uh, you can visit these sites and if you are interested to know more information on australian visa please visit uh, my website um, and uh, for a free initial assessment you can always write to me at migration at greenhillinternational.com and i'm happy to answer your questions now thanks for listening to the australian migrate migrant talks uh, about the australian visa conversation podcast and if you have any further questions do not hesitate to contact me through my website and so stay tuned for our next exciting episode bye bye